Welcome everyone to Dead Talk Live. I'm your host Viz from Walking Dead Now. Want to welcome all of our viewers who are joining me tonight. Hope you could spend the next hour with us. Hope everyone's enjoying their Saturday evening. The team is going to be handling the chats. I'll be talking to you guys live on the air. If you're joining us for the first time and want more information about our show, please visit us on the web at deadtalklive.com. As, al- as always, if you haven't already done so, please visit us on YouTube. Our channel's name is called Walking Dead Now. Please go ahead and subscribe if you have not yet done so. And if you're there right now, please go ahead and hit the thumbs up button on this broadcast. I want to say hello again to everyone. Let's say hello to some people on Instagram. DZ7 is with us. Nikki Decca is joined us. Zachary Thomas John is saying hello. Uh, Daryl is with us, um, Nist, Sandra is also with us, Kay is with us on the YouTube side, as well as Facebook and Twitter, let's see, we got CC Weezy, Khaleesi Elmo is with us on YouTube, uh, Bree is with us on Facebook, Summer is joining us on YouTube, uh, uh, sorry, Purin is also with us on Facebook, as is Joaquin. Like I said, I hope everyone's having a good night. Uh, reminder, tomorrow we're not going to be on the air. As I've, sta- as I've stated many times before, as long as there is a Walking Dead show on on Sundays, Dead Talk Live will not be on. We'll be back on the air again on Monday to break down the premiere of Season 6 of Fear the Walking Dead. It is premiering this Sunday. Yay! We're also going to break down uh, episode two of The Walking Dead World Beyond, which I have seen already, and it's kick-ass. Really love that show and where it's going. And I decided to shake things up a little bit tonight. We have not done a quiz in a while, and I know everybody loves quizzes. And we're going to start off with a quiz today. And this quiz that we're going to do today is going to be on a topic that is not really discussed that much. And that's the Highwaymen. You guys remember the Highwaymen from Season 9? That, you know, Daryl and Carol, especially Carol, uh, agreed to get them to, uh, let's say, what's the best way to put this? Provide safe passage for the people that were coming to the kingdom for the fair. And uh, if you guys remember... What really got them to say yes was Carol offering them to watch a movie that was going to be shown at the Kingdom Fair. Uh, we all know how the Kingdom Fair ended with, uh, you know, Alpha's little massacre at the end with so many people dying and their heads putting up, being put on the pikes. But that's who the Highwaymen are. It's a 10-question quiz. As always, I do not look over the questions. I do not look up the answers. We do it together. Majority rules. So as I read out the questions, guys, please chat in your answers. And by majority, we're going to go and select the answers and see how well uh, we did. Now, for those of you who uh, were not here for, for our last quiz, our perfect streak was ended. I think we got like one question wrong up until uh, the last quiz, which was very hard. Uh, We had like a perfect score. We were getting perfect scores across the board. The last quiz kind of kicked our ass and we got one question out of like 20 wrong, which is still pretty amazing. But we're going to go ahead and give it a try. And we're going to start right now our quiz on the highwayman. Okay. So, like I said, majority rules, guys. So, please chat in your answers. And the first question is, who was the leader of the Highwaymen? Was it Negan, Jadis, Jocelyn, or Ozzy? So, I know this one. Uh, Okay, Sass says Ozzy. Let's get some more answers, or else I'm gonna. Get, okay, Khaleesi is Ozzy, Amir is Ozzy. Yep, you guys are correct. It is Ozzy. All right, let's go on to the next question. Uh, why? Why does? Okay, the next question 
is members of the Highwaymen appear in only one season of The Walking Dead. True or false? Now, we saw them in 9. Were they in 10 as well? Saz says false. That they did appear in 10. Amir on YouTube says false. Come on, Instagram people. There we go. Days on Instagram says false. KM says true. Khaleesi says false. Okay, we're going to go with false. All right, question number three. Where is the highwayman's camp located? In the CDC? That's a definite no. In a purification plant? In an upscale planned neighborhood? Or in a prison? CDC purification and guys just type in a b c or d you don't have to type in the whole thing um is it cdc which is a purification plant b uh upscale neighborhood c or prison d all right summer says b amir says b uh day says prison standing goal says b all right it looks like it's B across the board, which is a purification plant. I did not know that answer. I'm going to be straight up honest. I did not remember that answer. So let's hope you guys were right about that. All right. Number four, which of the following was not, not a member of the Highwaymen? And it's, the question she read is, who from the following is not a member of the Highwaymen? Anyway. So who is not a member? Luke, Alec, Margot, or Ozzy? A, B, C, or D? A, Luke, B, Alec, C, Margot, D, Ozzy. Khaleesi, Luke. Uh, Tish on YouTube says Luke. Janstep, A. Summer, A. Steven Garza, A. Uh, yep, same thing on Instagram. Okay. Of course, Luke is a member of the Survivors. All right, question number five. They're all, I hate calling them Survivors. They're all Survivors. Whether they're good, bad, uh, that doesn't matter. Everyone who is still alive is a, is a Survivor. I just don't know what to call our communities. You know, the, the ones that we've been following from year to year. Do we call them the communities? I mean, Survivors is such a damn general statement. Let's think about that, and we'll come up with an answer later on. Anyway, number five. Who do the highwaymen ambush and beat up on the road? Is it A, Daryl, B, Jesus, C, Carol, or D, Jerry? Saz says D. Amir says A. Uh, Stenningal says A. CC Wheezy and Khaleesi write D, as does Janstep. I think you guys are right. It's kind of hard to imagine, uh, but I do believe I remembering it was Jerry. Jerry got uh, he he got attacked, and I remember he was apologizing for, you know, getting letting other people get the better of him, you know. But it does happen, you know. Jerry's a big guy. But if you guys do remember, he did get ambushed by the highwayman. All right, number six. All right, the question is, what does the kingdom offer? Oh, I just revealed this before I started the, the quiz. What does the kingdom offer the highwayman in exchange for patrolling the roads? And I revealed the answer because I didn't know this question was coming up. Is it uh, a tenth of the produce of the kingdom? A, a dozen firearms. B, uh, C, an assurance that the ki kingdom won't slay them all. Or D, a chance to go to the fair and see a movie. And since I revealed that answer and y'all guys are chiming in with it as well, the answer is D. And it's Carol. It is Carol who comes up with that great idea, and that's all the highwayman needed. Uh, 
you know, after so many years in the apocalypse, a chance to see a movie again. All right, number seven. How many highwaymen end up with their heads on Alpha's pikes? Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. How many highwaymen were a part of Alpha's massacre at the fair? Is it A, 2, B, 1, C, 0? That's not, that's wrong. Or is it D, 4? So, let's see what we got. How many of the highwaymen heads were on those pikes? Oh, the chat goes silent. The chat goes silent. This is a hard one. How many of their... I have no idea what the answer is, by the way. How many highwaymen end up with their heads on Alpha's pikes? I'm a white boy, writes 12. No, there's 12 is not... 12 is not an option. All right, Janstap. Grace on Facebook. I'm a white boy. I'll say two. Uh, Instagram has fallen dead silent. Tish is also going to say two. All right. Saz chimed in with two. All right. Let's go with two. Let's see. So far, this was the hardest question. Okay. Number eight. After Alpha's chilling attack, the highwaymen retreat to South Carolina. True or false? They retreat to South Carolina after Alpha's massacre. True or false? I'm le- I think that's false. I do not remember South Carolina ever being mentioned. And CC Weezy, Janstab, Tish, uh, LY, LY also say false on YouTube. Uh, the real savage on Instagram writes false, as does Kenny. All right, false. Yeah, I don't remember that either. All right, number nine. Last two questions. One of the highwaymen assaults Lydia, who pulls the attacker off of Lydia and accidentally slams the attacker's head into a wall. Uh, Negan. Morgan, Henry, or Beta. Janstep writes Negan. Khaleesi writes Negan. Uh, the Real Savage on Instagram writes Negan as well. This is what got Negan uh, in trouble. He was doing the right thing. Tish says Negan for 500. All right, we're going to go with Negan. Um And, you know, up until now, I'm going to be dead honest with you guys. I had no freaking idea that the boy Negan slammed up against that wall was part of the highwayman. I'm I'm dead serious. I had no freaking idea. I just learned that right now. So, yeah. All right. Number 10. Another highwayman, Alfred also joins in on the ambush of Lydia. Shortly after boasting about it, he is killed by someone who has snuck into Alexandria from an underground tunnel. Gee, who kills Alfred? A. Gamma B. Dante C. Beta or D. Sadiq This is an easy one, guys. Tish says Dante. Oh, no, no. Beta, beta. Let's see. Sass, Khaleesi, CC. Say beta. Janstep says beta. LY says beta. Yes, it is beta. All right. I'm pretty sure on every question except number seven. Number seven, just to review it before we find out, is how many highwaymen end up with their heads on Alpha's Pikes. That's the only one that we all kind of really went silent on. So let's find out. Out of 10, we got number one right. We got number two right. We got number three right. Number four, number five, six, seven. We got it right. Eight, nine, 10. A perfect score, guys. 10 out of 10. 
Yes. Nice job to everyone. 10 out of 10. I love these online quizzes. I don't know why I don't do more of them more often. You guys rock. We got a perfect score. Congratulations, everyone. For everyone who chipped in, a perfect score. We got 10 out of 10 on a subject that is not really discussed that much, which would which is why it explains I had no freaking idea that the boy that Negan killed accidentally by uh, pulling him off Lydia and he gets slammed up against the wall, breaks his neck, uh, was a highwayman. I had no idea. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys knew that was a highwayman that we got. I mean, he was a boy, uh, part of the highwayman group, but I had no idea. So I learned, I learned some uh, new things as well. Uh, oh, it was a woman. Sass says it was a woman, Margot. Yes, okay, it was a woman uh, that got pulled off and got slammed up against the, uh, the, the wall. Now that you said that, I do remember that. It was not a boy, it was a woman. It was a girl that she did. And Saz also says she was with Alfred and Gage. Okay, okay. That's why Saz is so kick-ass. Like I've said many times before, Saz is the human Wikipedia on all things The Walking Dead. But she did go silent on the number seven question, too. She had to think about that one. You know, she did have to think about it a little bit. But she did. Everyone came up with a good night. Welcome to uh, Marl on Instagram. Heartbroken has also joined us on Instagram. Welcome to all you guys. So let's get on with, uh, you know, some of the articles that came out today. So the Walking Dead boss confirms plans for a major new crossover. The Walking Dead is uh, spun off in every direction, but now it's been confirmed there are plans for a major new crossover. Uh, during the Walking Dead showrunner summit, I had no idea that the showrunners had a summit. At the, at the uh, virtual New York Comic Con today, October 9th. Wow, did you guys know there's a there's a showrunner summit amongst the Walking Dead different shows. I mean, a summit. I mean, shit. A summit is the word we used to uh, use when Reagan would meet with Gorbachev. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a Walking Dead showrunner summit that was held today, uh, yesterday, actually, October 9th, in, at the uh, New York Virtual Comic Con. Uh, uh, Scott Gimple revealed that he is working on a far-flung story. All right. Uh, someone is calling it. I just missed a call, so if whoever was calling in, please uh, call in again. Sorry about that. I had the Skype window minimized. There we go. Hello, you are on Dead Talk Live with Viz. What's your name? Uh, hello, I'm Richard Blanchard. Hey Richard, how can I? What's on your mind today? Um, well, I was just uh, thinking about all this uh, business going on with uh, the economy, and I, I, I was just looking at my chicken coop the other day, and it just. Sorry, guys, but we don't talk politics here or the economy. The one rule that we have for coming into this sh uh, live stream. Is you leave the re the real world at the uh, at the door there, and uh, this is the one hour out of the day uh, where we don't really have to discuss or uh, go crazy about the craziness that's happening in the real world. We come in here, we uh, talk about our interests, the Walking Dead, uh, politics, the economy. I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into that on this show. Or chicken coops either. Anyway, where was I? Okay, Scott Gimple revealed uh, he's working on a far-flung story. However, he wouldn't give any hints at all about which shows will be crossing over. There's absolutely a chance, he teased, there's something we're working on that's kind of far afield 
that has some crossovery elements to it. That's about as hedgy as I can get. But there, there really is a chance. There is a far-flung story that I won't even say too much about who's working on it because it would reveal some stuff. But there's plans. So how about that? There's plans. The Walking Dead franchise bosses um, have plans coming out of their ears at the moment with the multiple spinoffs in the works, as well as the current spinoffs and the Rick Grimes trilogy of the movies that are planned. The season 10 finale, which aired last weekend, actually hit a new a rating low for the zombie series of 2.7 million viewers watching it during its live broadcast. And I really wish that the uh, the group that handles uh, the ratings will understand, you know, will finally take into account that in this day and age of DVRs, in this day and age of AMC Premiere, where a lot of people, a lot of people saw the finale before Sunday, uh, you know, it, before it aired live on AMC, that that 2.7 million number, which is just the people that were in front of their screens at 9 p.m. watching it live, uh, which is really good considering all the other people like me. If I'm going to watch a show and it starts at 9 o'clock, I will wait till 9.15, 9.20 to build up what I call a buffer so I can scan through the commercials. So that's why that 2.7 million number is completely useless. What I love is the live plus 24 numbers, which means live plus 24 hours or live plus seven, live plus seven days. That is a more accurate uh, number to how many people watched a particular show. So the whole live thing, yeah, that was relevant in the 80s and the 90s and even, you know, the early uh, 2000s. But we live in the day and age of uh, digital television, AMC Premiere. Uh, we have, you know, set-top boxes like Roku, Apple TV, almost everybody who has cable or satellite has a DVR system. Nobody really, well, not nobody, 2.7 million people did, which is great, sit down right at 9 o'clock and watch the show. So that's why I don't like those numbers. And to be honest with you, in my opinion, they're totally useless. They're completely useless. Welcome to Stone Walkers. Uh, who's joining us on YouTube. Welcome to Lincoln on Discord, uh, who says it's good to be back. Udonis is waving at us on Instagram. Sophia is with us on Instagram. Welcome to all you guys. Uh, so anyway, so basically to review that article, according to Scott Gimple, they are working on more crossovers, whether that means character crossovers from shows A, B, and C to each other, or storyline crossovers, who knows? But I gotta reveal to you guys a fascinating theory that uh, Marco, our executive producer, came up with uh, and told me the other night. Now, uh, this is for all the people that watched uh, the premiere of World Beyond, okay? Now, check out Marco's uh, theory. Do you guys remember uh, when Elizabeth, uh, on the premiere of World Beyond, was telling the girls that she has a daughter in the CRM? Uh, how great would it be if that daughter uh, is the CRM soldier that we saw on Fear? earlier this uh, last season, in season five, the one that Al had an encounter with, with. That would be fascinating. Never even crossed my mind until Marco brought that up. And I'm like, wow, 
that's a that's a great story right there uh the actress who played um you know the crm soldier in fear uh her act her name is sydney lemon and she's actually the granddaughter of uh jack lemon um but anyway what if you know her character the crm soldier that al encounters in the early part of season five of fear the walking dead is elizabeth's daughter from the walking dead world beyond uh yeah her name was isabel that was her character's name the actress's name was sydney lemon and that would be awesome uh khaleesi writes that really would be uh stone walker says i want to know if morgan could be immune no nobody's immune not even not even uh, morgan uh if they bring up anybody that's immune i think that's going to ruin the storyline that's something they do on Z Nation. That's not something they do on The Walking Dead. The whole immunity thing, I would not like it. I wouldn't like it. I, I just wouldn't like it. You know, anyone being immune. You know, all of a sudden we see somebody get a chunk bitten out of their arm and they're fine. You know, they survive the rest of the walker attack, uh, but they're fine. And all, we're like, wow, you're, you're immune. Uh, would not like that. <laughs> uh, Lindsay Sparks on Facebook writes, yep, I agree. Uh, Rocco on YouTube writes, I asked what's happening with Heath and Georgie, and apparently there's more stories to tell with them. Yes, I personally want to see Georgie again. Uh, I love the actress who plays Georgie. Uh, I really hope to bring her back. And... Uh, either in those six episodes that we're getting in 2021 in the early part, uh, when we are going to see Maggie in at least one of those, uh, her backstory probably and what she's been, what's been going on with her while she's been roaming the countryside with Georgie. So yeah, Heath, we're, my guess is if we're going to see Heath again, it's going to be in the movies. Uh, that's my guess, and that's a lot of people's guess as well. That if we see Heath again, it's going to be in the uh, Rick Grimes movies. Uh, so, you know, Rock also says, I could see her being the Commonwealth leader. They look similar. Now, as I stated yesterday, the Commonwealth and the CRM are not connected in any way. Uh from anything that we have seen so far. Could that change? Yeah. Do I see it as likely to change? No. I really don't see the Walking Dead writers intermixing the Commonwealth with the CRM. I just do not see that happening. Uh, like I said, I don't know what they're writing about, but that's just my guess. I really just do not see that happening. Uh, so anyway, let's move on to our next story, the, which says the walking dead star says the next six episodes are the best she has ever read. The walking dead season 10 has concluded as of last weekend and going forward, we will have world beyond and fear the walking dead to tide us over until next year. Few series have had their schedules disrupted as much as the three different series of The Walking Dead due to the pandemic, which for the main show has created an interesting situation. The Walking Dead will be ending with season 11 that will span 30 episodes over two years, pretty much two more seasons, which is what I've been saying. And six of those are going to debut by themselves in early 2021 and were all crafted to be able to be filmed during the COVID pandemic. Now, some of the cast is talking about these episodes, including the recently returned Lauren Cohen, who arrived back in the series as Maggie for the finale last weekend. Here's what she had to say. Uh, we've had a long way to go, and we're really excited to give it everything 
Knowing the end date, I think, is really a gift, Cohen said. It's a gift for the writers, and it's a gift for us to really cherish every single moment and to pour the literal blood, sweat, and tears into the show like there's no tomorrow because we are going to be getting some killer stuff to do. I know it because we have these six episodes now to do. I might have said this before about other things, but these are the best episodes that I have ever read. Again, Lauren is giving us more and more of a hint, at least to me, the way I'm reading it, that there is a great possibility that all six episodes could completely revolve around Maggie's missing time from the show, which includes, of course, the time jump that we saw happen. Given that Cohen has appeared in something like 120 episodes of The Walking Dead, that's potentially saying a lot. These episodes are being described as smaller scale and introspective after the murder and mayhem of the Whisperer War. Many believe, myself included, that perhaps these episodes are going to touch on where Maggie has been this whole time and perhaps answer questions about her masked friend who showed up in the finale. How much would it annoy you guys that if we went through the rest of the, you know, the next two years and that masked guy never takes off his mask? Would that piss you guys off? If we go through the next 30 episodes, which is how many episodes we have left of The Walking Dead, and that masked ninja guy never, we never once see his face. Like going back to the uh, late 70s and early 80s slasher horror flicks, where you barely get to see the face of Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. I mean, <laughs> Tish says, I'd be pissed. Uh, Summer says, yep. Uh, Stone Walkers writes, it would kill me inside. Tish also says, I would have to write a letter to AMC. Uh, you know, we didn't get to see his face in the finale. So, I don't know. Maybe it could happen. It could happen. I mean, they may save it to like the very last few episodes two years from now. But we could go through the majority of the time calling this poor guy Mass Ninja Person. Instead of actually having a name for him. Uh, anyway, uh... Go, moving on with the rest of the article, uh, it goes on to say, at the very least, it stands to reason that Cohen appears in at least some of them, either in the past or present day storylines. These episodes will likely have small casts and no massive zombie hordes, part of the anti-COVID filming precautions. I'm predicting a lot of people walking around in the woods, no uh, season five or six vibes, perhaps. And to get a lot of walkers nowadays, it's all CGI. It's really the walkers that you see up close that are the what they call hero walkers. Um, and the ones that go through all the makeup and are actually extras. We don't know quite when the episodes are arriving other than early next year. Until then, it's just World Beyond and Fear. World Beyond is going to run for a total of 20 episodes, only 10 per season. We don't know how it will connect to the series directly. It's a few years ahead of them in the timeline. Oh my god, I hate when they bring up the timeline. Everyone keeps saying that World Beyond is ahead of The Walking Dead in the timeline. It's not. Okay? It's not. Anyway, Fear the Walking Dead is doing a series of episodes focused on individual characters. That's what this whole Season 6 is going to be about. It's going to be more on a particular group of characters for every different episodes. Uh, the writer of this article goes on to say, But my guess is that Fear may wrap up soon and we'll get another new spinoff 
starting up and in the wake of uh, as AMC continues to expand the Walking Dead universe endlessly, even after the main show ends. I don't really see fear ending anytime soon. I don't think so. I mean, maybe another three, four seasons from now, maybe, but not, not, not at any time real soon. Uh, let's see what you guys are saying. CC Weezy writes, I think it would be cool. It's like Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Stone Walkers writes, you think Morgan could return back to The Walking Dead? No, why? Why would he? I mean, yeah, he might, but he's fine on fear. Fear needs him. Fear needs Morgan. Fear needs Alicia, Strand, you know, all the characters. And I'm actually rewatching uh, the last several episodes of Fear ahead of tomorrow's premiere uh, just to freshen up. And I'm up to the finale again that I'm going to watch later on tonight. So I just saw the episode earlier this afternoon where Morgan made the call to Virginia to uh, make the bargain with the devil. That's what I like to call it. He made the bargain with the devil. He, he fell right into her trap. And, you know, if you guys remember episode 15 of season five of Fear, when they finally reached that, that ranch that they were, you know, walked to, the place that was supposed to be their permanent home, and they see all the walkers that are in there, not a single one of them says that Virginia did that. And we all know that Virginia did that. Virginia knew exactly where they were going. She's the one that filled that ranch, you know, dude ranch, gully, whatever you want to call it. She's the one that filled it with walkers, but not a single one of them says it. Instead, they call her on the walkie for help. They fall right into her trap. So, anyway, Rocco says, Fear needs Madison. I miss Madison as well. Uh, I really do miss Madison. Rocco writes, maybe mass person is Madison. No. Sorry, but no. Uh, Australia is with us from Peru. Welcome. Uh, let's see. Uh, JW writes, in the finale, why did Negan say... Do you know who that was uh, referring to Beta? Because Beta was a famous country singer before the apocalypse. Uh, you know, that's why he never took off his mask. At least one of the reasons why he never took off his mask. Uh, when Alpha died and he went to uh, that saloon on the second floor holding Alpha's head and he started playing the records, those were... But that was him. That, those were his songs. So when Beta's mask got ripped off as he was being eaten by the walkers after Daryl stabbed him, uh, Negan recognized him. And so did Daryl. But Daryl being Daryl, he didn't give a crap. You know, Negan says, damn, do you know who that was? And Daryl's response is, yeah, nobody. So anyway... Uh, damn, we're at 38 minutes in already. Uh, let's go on to the next thing. It's about the anthology uh, series. The Walking Dead showrunners pitch ideas for Tales of the Walking Dead anthology series. While AMC announced that season 11, yeah, it's going to be the final season, at New York's Comic-Con Metaverse Showrunner Summit, there's that word summit again, panel, the showrunners on the flagship The Walking Dead series and also Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead World Beyond pitched ideas for the anthology series to Chief Content Officer Scott M. Gimple. Uh, the exercise was meant as a game but gave fans an idea of what kinds of stories fans could look forward to in this new series. Of course, um, sorry, of everything in The Walking Dead connected universe it's this series that fans know the least about a news release in september described tales of the walking dead as an episodic anthology with individual episodes or arcs of episodes focused on new or existing characters 
backstories or other standalone experiences. The Walking Dead showrunner Angela Kang threw out a story about the road trip that brought Abraham, Eugene, and Rosita to Rick and his survivors, as well as the origin of the cannibals at Terminus. I would love to see that. I would love to see an episode in Tales of the Walking Dead anthology, a whole episode devoted to the Terminus. I would love to see uh, Gareth, played by Andrew West, come back to the show. He was great. Uh, that would be amazing. Matthew Negrete, the showrunner of World Beyond, he's actually the writer as well, uh, of World Beyond, wanted to explore two of his own characters that were so secretive, he couldn't even say if they showed up on the show together or apart. Fear co-showrunner Ian Goldberg suggested The Rise of Virginia, uh, Colby Menifee's antagonistic character, Fear's Andrew Chambliss, hoped to see the Cosmonaut who spoke to Victor Strand in his series, as well as Eastman from the original series. Remember Eastman? Eastman is the one who taught Morgan uh, Aikido, and it's Eastman uh, who brought Morgan back to his rational mind. Of all these suggestions, the latter seems to be the most likely to actually happen. Gimple said that he has spoken to the actor John Carroll Lynch, who played Eastman on The Walking Dead, and he is game to reprise his role. And John Lynch, he has been in so much stuff besides The Walking Dead. He's such a big actor. However, not all of the tale's subjects will be characters we knew, Gimpley said seriously. Th uh, some of them will be brand new stuff. The panel, hosted by Entertainment Weekly, Dalton's Ross, also te teased some exciting casting on The Walking Dead. Kang did not name names, but said that folks in her age bracket would be excited about who is joining the show. She mentioned an upcoming storyline from the comics, likely referring to the Commonwealth cliffhangery arrival of, on The Walking Dead. Gimple mentioned the potential for future crossovers with characters from World Beyond. A lot of good stuff coming. Overall, the immediate future of The Walking Dead across the entire franchise will see smaller, character-based stories rather than big battles, mostly due to COVID-19 filming restrictions and safety protocols. From what we've read, Tales of the Walking Dead will be no different. The Walking Dead World Beyond it will airs on Sunday, along with Fear the Walking Dead. And of course, The Walking Dead, six extra episodes will resume in early of 2021, which literally can mean anytime between January or June. We don't know exactly when. So Stone Walker on YouTube is fascinated with Morgan and his red eyes. Uh, I wasn't going to initially read this because I'm getting tired about these red eyes. It's been beaten to death, but I'll just skim through this. Morgan's red eyes are the result of something we have never seen before in the universe, according to Fear showrunner Andrew Chambliss. So it's not allergies. Lenny James's Morgan was introduced in the very first episode, and then he went on into Fear, we know that. However, the trailer and poster of Fear Season 6 reveal that Morgan is certainly not dead, uh, though his uh, eyes are red, which uh, haven't been seen before in the Walking Dead universe. Hint that something else has happened to him. You know, we're going to watch tomorrow's episode, and yeah, we're going to see Morgan and his red eyes, and it's probably from all the trauma that the guy had suffered. He's He's been shot, he's on the road, he looks like crap, as you would expect, after what he's been through, and at the end of the day, I don't think those red eyes are really going to be anything that dramatic. 
So don't get your hopes up for some real, something really dramatic in regards to Morgan tomorrow. Uh, Stonewalker writes, I'm a huge Daryl fan. Uh, I'd pay money to see a flashback episode. Rocco says, only cause I want Dale back. I think we should see the setup of Atlanta. Uh, Jeffrey DeMond, who played uh, Dale, is not coming back. Uh, he's not coming back for reasons we've discussed before on the show. I don't want to get into again. Uh, Khaleesi also writes in regards to Morgan. He's lost a lot of weight. Uh, Tish on YouTube writes, Eastman would uh, be great to play out on the screen. I want to actually see the prison who murdered his, the, I think you mean the prisoner who murdered his family. Yeah, Eastman's backstory would be a fascinating to see. And it's likely that we are. Uh, Standing Goal on Instagram writes, it's lack of sleep that's uh, causing the red eyes. Uh, JW writes, love this, keep it up, good work. Thank you, JW. That means a lot. It means a lot. Thank you for saying that. Uh, Esther is with us from the Dominican Republic. Welcome, Esther. Nikki on Instagram writes, I think that the red eyes are not that important. The important thing uh, is to know why walkers uh, don't recognize him. Well, we don't know how that's going to play out yet. We don't know what happens. The way it was ended last season... We, you know, we don't know what happens. Just like uh, episode, season nine, episode four, when Rick is impaled uh, on the rebar and you have walkers coming at him from both sides and we're like, how the hell is he going to get out of that? But he does. So I bet you something very similar is going to play out in regards to Morgan and we're going to get to find out tomorrow the wait is over, but we'll see. Uh, Rocco writes on YouTube, I hope it's not in Unity, half zombie, that would suck. Yeah, I don't like that story either. Tish writes, any word on Andrea? Do you think we will ever see her again? No. Uh, Lori Holden is, well, she has a right to be, she was upset. She signed an eight-year contract when she first came on to The Walking Dead. Uh... You know, which meant that the story was supposed to play out as it did in the comics, where it was supposed to be Rick and Andrea hooking up instead of Rick and Michonne. You know, who knows? Rick and Andrea on the screen might have made a better couple than Michonne. You know, if somebody out there disagrees, please chime in and let me know. Uh... I would have found it fascinating to see the uh, progression if Andrea had survived. And they did go that direction where we have uh, where we have Rick and Andrea together instead of Rick and Michonne. You know? But we'll never know. You know? If anybody disagrees, you know, nobody's coming out there to disagree that maybe seeing rick and andrea play out on the screen might have been a good idea so i guess you guys all agree but you know we all love rishon we love rishon you know i definitely i'm a big rishon fan you know so anyway uh and if you what i just did there in the past three minutes uh as you guys all know you know summer who's oh god she's calling Hi, Summer. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was checking to see if you were watching. Of course, I'm always watching and I'm always listening. So, uh, do you want to retract what you just said? Well, you know, I just said that just for you. I, I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. I I didn't mean but that. See, the problem is, the problem is. Other people might agree with you when you said that. Well, right? that's how it was in the comic, Summer. I mean, you know, Robert okay. Kirkman did not put Rashawn. He put Rick and Andrea. Yeah, and I bet you he thinks that he made a mistake. Maybe, maybe. If, if he could go back, 
and rewrite that comic. I bet you he would put a Rashawn instead of Rick and Andrea. You know, I, I was testing you. I was looking at the chats. I'm like, is Summer watching? Uh-huh. Is she asleep? And then oh, yeah. I saw the number. I, no, yeah, I, 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 I see. I see my Skype light up and says Summer. I'm like, oh, my God. And this was so bad. Uh-huh. It, she resorted uh-huh. to calling instead of chatting in. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just testing course. you. I was just testing you. Uh-huh. Just making sure you're paying so, so, attention. So you think so, right? that Rashawn is the better idea, right? Well, how can I compare it to something that we never saw? Well, I mean, this the chemistry is better than it was in the comics. Well, no, we're not talking about the comics here. I mean, we're talking about the t- TV show. So how can we pair Rashawn okay. Okay. to, you know, well, let's think, let's, Randria? Let's talk about, how about Randria? when they first met. When Andrea and Rick first met. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we go there, what do you think of Randria? You like that? Randria? Heck no. <laughs> they don't even have a nice ring to it. I agree. Rashawn does that sound better. Silly. Rashawn does. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, Rashawn does sound better. Okay, it, it does. Okay. Uh, well, what were you going to say, though? I said, just think about when Andrea and Rick first meet. <laughs> on screen when they first made eye contact when she held that ridiculous gun to his face she did it multiple times yeah she did yeah yeah. big mistake but anyway there was no chemistry there but when rick sees michonne at that fence baby oh my goodness the sparks was flying oh i know i know you explained it and i actually went back and i rewatched it and i really I really tried to see it through your eyes, and I looked at uh-huh. it, and I, you know, uh-huh. I can't get past seeing a very scared woman surrounded by dead people holding baby food, and a guy looking at her from the other side of the fence saying, who the hell is that? Thinking, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that fine piece of lady. Oh, no, but Sarah, seriously, that, that, that awesome. scene is my favorite. I love you, Sarah. And I tell you why. What? I tell you why. Because she was able to walk with the dead that whole way, and they didn't even notice her until she was at the fence and her blood started you, oozing no, out of her gunshot you're, wound. You're absolutely... And it was like that zombie kind of, like, smelt it. You're right. That's, that's, you're right. She blended in with the dead uh, with no yeah. guts on her. She just blended right in, so you got to give her props for that. Uh, whatever she did, it, yeah. it worked. So yeah, they are no- she was not scared. She even she was blacking out, and she was going out fighting. Oh man, Randria, Randria is going viral on the chats. Randria. <laughs> yeah, Randria. Sass says it sounds like an STD. <laughs> well, you yes, Sass is right. <laughs> You got Randria. <laughs> you are so right. <laughs> oh, Summer, it's always awesome to talk to you. And like I said, I said that I said that just to see if you were paying attention, and you were. I know. Uh, I was. Uh, of I'll talk to you later, Summer. I got, I got, I got Rashawn radar. Okay, I know. I know your ears perk up when you hear Michonne or Rick or Rashawn. So you're right. All right. All right. Well, you have a good night. You too. We'll chat later. All right. Bye bye. All right, bye-bye. So there you go. I was just testing Summer and, uh, you know, Randria, you know. I agree. It sounds a little weird. Uh, Rashawn is much better, uh, Randria, than Randria. It actually does sound like an STD. So anyway, let's, uh, we only got a few minutes left. Let me finish this article. Uh, in addition, a bounty hunter, which is sent by Virginia to find out if Morgan is dead or alive, muddles the situation further. The premiere episode of season six drops again tomorrow, like I said. Now, during Saturday's Comic-Con panel on Fear, which was today, uh, Chambliss, who has been showrunner alongside with Ian Goldberg since season four, hinted that Morgan's predicament is unique in the show's history. So I really hope they do not go this whole immune thing. I don't see it, but I hope it's something completely different that we're, we're not even thinking about. 
revealing very little. Chambliss only says that there is definitely something wrong with Morgan, but that it's something that we haven't quite seen before. He also teases that Morgan might not survive whatever it is, saying that it'll make him question who he is if he gets to go forward. You can read his comments below. Uh, he goes, quote, I guess we'll give the stock answer. People are going to have to wait and see, but something is definitely going on with Morgan, and it's something we haven't quite seen before in the Walking Dead universe, and it is going to push Morgan to new places and make him really question everything he's ever been about any kind of who he wants to be going forward if he gets to go forward. So, you know, it's got my curiosity peaked. Uh, let's see what it is. I, you know, I am not getting... Well, first of all, like I said, I hope it's not a whole immunity type story. But not, I would not like that. Uh, hopefully it is something that we have not never thought of. Something completely new. Uh... Not immunity, but something that's really interesting. And we, we just got to wait. We got to wait and find out. We'll, we'll know uh, after tomorrow and see what's going on. Uh, that's little to go on, but it does mean that perhaps Morgan is afflicted with a combination of radiation poisoning. Huh? Radiation poisoning that may simultaneously be helping him fight off a bite from a walker now no i don't like that direction that's like that's straight out of like a dc or marvel comic book regardless fans will be hoping that his predicament is solved in a satisfying manner something that seems less likely uh, than it was a few seasons ago unfortunately both fear the walking dead and the original series have suffered from a lack of quality in recent years, leading to fan interest waning. Don't agree with that. As a result, the showrunners are going to have to work hard to bring fans back to the show, and resolving Morgan's fate in a satisfying manner would be a good start. Morgan is not going to get killed off the Walking Dead, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, that's not going to happen. I do not in any way, shape, or form see Morgan dying in fear. If they were going to kill him, that's how they would have ended last season. Uh, Morgan is not going anywhere. I have no idea, you know, after reading this article, what's going on with his eyes and the redness, what he is going through. But the radiation thing is fascinating uh i would love to see it something to do with the radiation as long as the radiation does not lead to any kind of uh immunity anyway guys we are out of time tonight we did not get to our base topic tonight because we had so much fun with that quiz we had so much fun going over the uh different articles and their opinions so, tonight's uh, topic, it's going to get pushed back to a later date. Uh, so, don't fear. We will talk about it. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Again, guys, please visit us on the web at deadtalklive.com. Visit us on YouTube and subscribe. Our channel's name is Walking Dead Now. Tomorrow, there'll be no Dead Talk Live, so we can all watch and enjoy Walking Dead uh, World Beyond and the season premiere of Fear the Walking Dead. I'll be back on the air again Monday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Until then, stay safe and always stay walking.